Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. It's Curious City, where we take your questions about Chicago and the region and investigate, report, explore from WBEZ. Jesse Dukes here. Last Saturday, Ned Lott had some friends over and cooked dinner, one of his favorite things to do. We made grilled flank steak, sautéed mushrooms with a red wine sauce, mashed potatoes, and a garden salad. But of course, that was back when people still did stuff together. Things have changed a lot in a few days, and with evolving recommendations about social distancing, Ned wonders about small gatherings of like five or six people. If everyone washes their hands and everyone practices social distancing, prefer some kind of a dinner party and to just, you know, keep each other company. I also like to cook for people, and if we're going to be stuck at home avoiding large gatherings for the next several weeks or months, entertaining some friends would be a great way to keep spirits up. So, after talking to some experts, I have some good news and some bad news, and a suggestion that might cheer you up a little. First, the good news. There's been no evidence to suggest that coronavirus can be spread by eating food. This is Dr. Jesse Abate, an infectious disease specialist based in France. The current thinking is that you really have to inhale it or have it come into contact with your mucosa. So even if you swallow some coronavirus, once it's in your stomach, you almost certainly won't get infected. Dr. Martin Weedman, a food safety professor at Cornell, agrees. The food itself is safe, if it's prepared safely. That said, he's concerned that people worried about the virus might do unsafe things with their food, like making a bad decision when their fridge is too full. I'm just going to store it outside because it's winter. No, because that increases the risk of foodborne illness. Or he thinks they might try to rinse their raw meat, which can spread foodborne bacteria around your kitchen. So, ready for the bad news? Dr. Abate says while you won't get the virus from the food at your dinner party, if guests are infected, you'll likely get it from them. You can keep your distance, avoid sharing silverware, but we tend to cough, sneeze, touch our faces, and we are also kind of spitting all the time when we talk. If you're having a dinner party with someone who is infected and shedding virus you're all gonna get it. She's not saying it's 100%, just very likely. So yeah, no dinner parties is the most prudent course. But if you are going to ignore that expert advice, Abate says the safest way to have a gathering would be, one, wait for at least two weeks of self-isolation without symptoms. Two, only invite one or two people who have also been self-isolating. And three, once you pick those dining companions, stick with them, nobody else. I spoke to a doctor in Chicago who agrees you should self-isolate. He's also from Italy, Dr. Mario Spajari. He's heard from friends on lockdown who are worried about getting sick in an overwhelmed country. But Spajari says you gotta do something fun, so he and his Italian expat friends held a virtual dinner party led by an amateur Italian chef. We prepared a risotto with shrimps and zucchini and some artichoke. 
They used Zoom conferencing software on their laptops and phones. They drank some wine spritzer and cooked and joked around for two hours. Somebody was as not as skilled as the other one in cooking, so, you know, you can make fun of somebody, you can cook, and then at the end, you know, we enjoy the meal, uh, let's say, all together, even if everybody was in their respective uh, home. Ned Lott, our question asker, says that sounds like a great thing to do when you're self-isolating. And I know I'm going to give it a try. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation. I'm Jesse Dukes. Before we start the show, we here at Curious City want to let you in on a little-known fact about WBEZ. 89% of all our funding comes from community support, including contributions from curious listeners like you. If this program has changed how you see Chicago, please consider supporting this program at wbez.org curious. Thank you.